0: Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass And hey, what's it gonna do? It doesn't matter
1: how you're doing Woo! Wheel of dealing Living this life, jet flying. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Would you please Shut the hell up You don't know What hard times are, daddy The a will rise to the top Oh yeah Oh yeah Look the
2: human rubble What up, what up? Welcome to episode 93 of Keep the Kayfabe. I'm Mike, sitting here with my boys, ready to talk some wrestling. It's been a lot of fun this summer. We took the week off just with scheduling, uh, but we're happy to be back with you because we got a lot of fun stuff to discuss this week. We got some new tag team champions in AEW right now. Ric Flair is coming out for another farewell. Um match uh we just got the details about that today we haven't discussed it yet with the boys so i'm looking forward to chatting with them about that plus there is a huge ring of honor pay-per-view coming up this saturday death before dishonor and the card is shaping up pretty pretty nice so (laughs) we're gonna break that down pretty soon here but we gotta introduce the fellas real quick let's go over to glendale talk to my guy who keeps it regal mr steve grobeschmidt what up grabby
3: yo Yo, yo, listen, keep the kayfabe is back. And it's the end of July in just under two weeks. We're going to watch Ric Flair die at 73. (laughs) He ain't smooth. He ain't bendy. I just hope this match goes better than his marriage to Wendy. Oh, and let's all throw a prayer. Let's all throw a prayer up for good old slick Rick and that his match will be short like Matt Michelson's
4: (laughs) again. Got him again.
1: Steve
0: Grobschmidt
4: has arrived. (laughs) Off the top rope at that.
2: Robbie has
1: arrived. Scissor (laughs) me, daddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm Uh, crying over here. Legit. That was too funny. Getting prepared. Every time.
4: And I'm always the final punchline, I feel. I know. Right before
2: your wedding uh, coming up,
4: too. Not to knock a guy's confidence or anything. Oh, I know.
3: I mean, Elias did that for us, right?
4: It, right. Yeah, he's the reason oh. this wedding's happening. Shout out to yeah. Elias for giving me that final nudge.
2: Or Ezekiel?
4: I couldn't. Def- definitely Elias. I'm pretty sure it was Elias. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. All
2: right. Speaking of a guy with a huge horn, Mr. <laughs> Matt Michaelson, how are you? Keeping it freshly squeezed?
4: Freshly squeezed. Then, now, forever. Nice. Dun, dun. We uh, nice. so fun story on that. Um, I believe Mike was actually just messaging with Becky, my future wife, and she. Hey,
2: gave away a little- it was all to help you out. Nothing on the side. Nothing weird. No, and no. we know.
4: We
3: know so- you're not Vince McMahon. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> She's not
1: a secretary. So, and un- unlike strictly Vince, professional,
4: unlike Vince, you would be fired from the podcast if that happened. Uh, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, though we. We're finishing up decorations for the wedding, and one of the things I'm very proud of is it's a beer-themed wedding, so there's going to be some growlers, some jugs of beer with no beer in them, but we're putting stickers on some of them that say, Then, Now, Forever. Ah. So, mm-hmm. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, I'll be happy like, to but, tell you. <laughs>
1: like, what the fuck is this? Oh, it's
2: great. We'll get it. It's just... It's, it's the subtleties. It's the little deets that make the big diff at a wedding I've come I mean, come to know. Just because, you know, you've gone to a million of them. You're, you know, there's a whole procession. But it's those little little touches that make it special and memorable. So I like that. And I sent her some good ones. I thought uh, these would be good on the growlers. I'd be like, we got two words for you. I do. Or Michelson 316. <laughs> nice. yep, Michelson yep. 316 would be good. Yep. Or uh, what was the other one I sent her? Uh, I can't remember. Either way, it's going to be fun. I cannot wait for your wedding. Probably going to be such a fun time. I can't either. And I and I can't wait for the wedding because we got a fun little follow-up day. Yep. Charlie Box office does it again. We'll get to the story in a second. But let's talk to the man, the myth, the legend. Oh, my gosh! Charlie Michael.
1: R E Double T, one last time with the with the Nature Boy. <laughs> That's as good as I got.
2: God. Oh man, and I hope they have like a tag team with some old broads to dance with my baby tonight or whatever that yeah. Jeff Jarrett People, are,
1: people song are like, was back I can't, then. People are like online, like I can't believe that WWE's letting them do. It. I'm like, they don't care, dude. He's,
0: he's not, an not executive.
1: Even a <laughs> yeah, he's not a signed cop. People are so stupid. Like, he's not a signed contractor. <laughs> Or, uh, uh, wrestlered it, you know?
3: Same reason yeah. Bruce Pritchard and all those guys still do the podcast. They don't give a shit.
2: Yes, well, we're gonna get to that Ric Flair match in a little bit here, but Charlie fucking box office Michael pulls off the, like, the steel of the century. I had no idea about this, S- so I was, year, I was working. I was working, uh, a show on Wednesday, and Charlie actually... Was in the vicinity. He stopped over. It's a Wednesday night, so I missed Dynamite. He was, uh, he was over at Yuli's uh, uh, doing his thing uh, with cigar shop Scott. They said the pay per view was on fire. the The chat was real quiet throughout the night too. I was really busy, mm-hmm. yeah. but the, at the end, I mean, there was there was something Holy big happening. Shit, Charlie yeah. comes over and he, he just had this look. And Charlie, he's watched a lot of wrestling in his day.
0: I was so shocked.
2: About something. It's got to be good. And now let me paint a little picture for you too here, boys. This is probably the closest I mean, I'm not a religious person uh, but this is probably the closest to what heaven feels like.
1: What? No way, (laughs) you're not religious?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, uh, I'm in town in Milwaukee. My wife, baby, and dog are up with my family in the Wisconsin Dells for a little vacation during the week. I come home to work this event. I go back up to the Dells Thursday night, but after a big show, it's late. I have the house to myself. And I don't like I don't like leaving the house with it dirty before a vacation. Just coming back to a dirty house after a vacation is it just like the it biggest blows. kick in the dick ever. Yep. Right? Yep, for sure. So I got a perfect clean house, air conditioning, full bar, uh peace and quiet. I haven't had a night's sleep in close to three months here. And I mean and I had a great aew dynamite to watch with wardlow and orange cassidy to lead it off i'm like is this heaven i had pizza rolls in the air fryer cocktail made <laughs> it
1: was freaking amazing and a pocket it full, was and a pocket full of money
2: <laughs> yes exact. yeah and i had great sales and it wasn't even stressful work either it was just really nice calm happy to be there Freaking awesome. Just a great night. So we're going to get to that match.
1: Me and Mike Mike highly recommend you guys check out the Night Market sometime. It's one of the best things in Milwaukee.
2: Oh, yeah, Yeah, I've heard that. Milwaukee Night Market. I highly uh, recommend it. Second Wednesday of of August now and September. So there's two left. Two more, yeah. Super fun. Super fun. But the big news is, Charlie, we were talking about, they said where All Out was going to be. We thought it was going to hit the road, maybe go to Canada, maybe take it on the road somewhere else. But it's back at home to where it belongs, where that's, it all started. The now, the
1: Now Arena even, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. One of the best places to see a show. And, I mean, we talk about it all the time on the show. As long as we're so close to All Out, one of the best pay-per-views maybe on the planet, we're going to do our damnedest to be there every year. And I told Charlie, I was like, I bet I can go. I bet I could swing it if it's at the Now Arena. But Michelson knew he was out. Because he was getting married the day before,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, Steve was still checking it out, but yeah, Charlie was my able. Buddy
1: Scott, Scott couldn't go. He's going to Alaska. Cigar, scat. cigar shop. Scott yes. was out, so I was like, "Fuck it, regardless, I'm buying. I'm going solo, or I'm buying two tickets." So you know.
2: there was apparently a presale on Thursday before yeah, I got tickets went on sale yep. officially yep. on Friday. I got the email yeah. too, so I had no clue. Charlie yeah. hops on. Gets this, I'm back up at the Dells. I have a tea time and in like an hour. I'm by the pool drinking cocktails. And Charlie says he snagged two tickets to All Out. So like, t- it was like one of the best 24 hours I've had in a long time. I mean, the birth of my son was awesome, but this was pretty great too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Following that, this is up there.
2: Can you take us through the the moment? Because, I mean, just getting tickets to a big show is just... An adrenaline rush i mean with covid we lost that feeling but oh yeah once it's back in your blood it's like it's fucking lightning Air. it's an electric yeah battery.
1: it was it was weird man because i got in i got well i got it i got online then i got in the queue and i was either like i can't remember 16 or 1800 people behind i'm like fuck maybe like okay maybe i have a chance so i just kept refreshing a page refreshing, and then i got in and so i'm like all right cool there's tickets so i just started grabbing, grabbing two tickets. Gone. Someone else gone, 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 gone. So Mm -hmm. I just kept refreshing, kept doing it over, hitting tickets about 20, at least 20 times, dude. Then, you know, I kept refreshing and looking. And then all of a sudden, I saw two tickets in section 218. So I just snagged them. And all of a sudden, boom, there's the card. I'm like, fuck yes. Got (laughs) him. It was like, uh, it was incredible, dude, because it was like impossible, dude. Because, and after, you know, as we saw later today, that they they had so many tickets blocked out for um for for um uh the, you have to buy the whole package weekend all three you know, shows some, yeah all three shows
2: dynamite uh, and rampage think, yeah
1: yeah I have to I'd have to look it up again but it, there was only like a few thousand mm. that were on sale I it's what's incredible that I got them dude I mean it's literally yeah. almost a needle in a haystack dude if I mean it was that it was that tough dude it was just like dude i just stayed persistent I'm like fuck it i'll just keep going until i finally wear out i just kept doing it so it took probably 20 25 minutes just to keep hammering it because so i was just you know i was working and running some jobs and watching them so i was like God, oh, it's no big deal so i just kept over and over and then, boom i got him dude i might try to buy him my phone next time see if that makes it faster but i got it, it does now. help yeah, yeah so I, just,
2: I usually get the phone and the laptop going, sometimes even the iPad to have three devices going, and well, one yeah. of well, them usually hits.
1: Yeah, but well, yeah. Yeah. I think they got a deal set up now where you can only be logged into one account. So, like, if I'm logged into my account, it's either on the mobile or the online, because mm-hmm. it, you can't do multiple. I mean, I guess I could do multiple. You know what I should do is I should make another fake um, a burner. Yeah, burner account and then use that so that way I have two going. But it's, yeah, it was a, it was a miracle, man. And I was damn happy to get Nailed him it. I got him. It was, Nailed it. it was That's crazy.
2: Charlie sure, is, uh, you're going to have a statue outside of the now arenas. Yeah, uh, I are, know. You are four and zero, bro.
1: I'm, yep. I'm Mr. No four. denying
2: <laughs> you.
4: Yep, Unreal. Um, yeah. So Charlie, yeah, you mentioned crazy. section 218. So where, I, I guess, is that the lower level of slanted seats?
1: No, it's, it's, I think there's only two sections. It's the upper, yeah. I say the rings here, and yeah. it's like off to the right, if you're looking like we're to the right of the ring, like 217's close. Oh, that's to the not first. bad. A little too, we're like, we're on the back. hard
2: cam. I think we're on the hard cam side, but we're between where the tunnel is and where the ring is.
4: Oh, and we're sweet. row
2: five, so we're pretty low on that upper section. Yeah, so, so we're great. not
1: like way up in the back. So, yeah, we'll, it's gonna be pretty, we'll, we'll get a pretty good view.
0: These I'm real places. pumped.
1: That place is a smaller arena. It's kind of like um, Panther Arena, where you know there's really yeah. not a bad seat in there, dude. Like right. United Center, we were up there, man. It's like if you're up, you're up, yep. if you're up on top of the United Center, you're up there.
2: So. I feel like we'll get the same perspective as we saw oh, totally. at Panther Arena. It's mm-hmm. pretty much the same height differential. Much, so yeah. yeah.
1: it's going to gonna be electric.
0: Screen. It's going to be hot, dude. It's gonna when
3: be Sasha, hot. Yes. when Sasha shows up.
0: I have a feeling oh, she is man. free.
1: If it's gonna happen, like, that's that's the place. Would that be crazy? That place is gonna go nuts.
3: Oh, if she comes out, that'll be that'll be as big a pop as the other ones.
1: <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, it might even be bigger because she was because you know she's bigger than Adam Cole. That but not obviously not Daniel, but but she's like she's, she is. She's yeah, like, the big. She moved she's the one needle. Of the big names. Yep.
2: With a lot left in the tank, too. It's not like uh, they're getting left. some... Yeah, she's, like, she's like 27. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's not like they're getting natty.
2: Right. On <laughs> <laughs> the back end of their career, for sure. Yep. Cool. Well, dude, Charlie is the king. He's basically the undertaker of all out. 4-0. Yeah. <laughs> <Four and> oh. <laughs> we're not tied yet, and we're going to try to keep um, going as much as we can, so it's going to be a good series of days. and I'm
1: Undefeated, bro.
2: And speaking of people that have had some good days uh, Keith Lee and Swerve Strick Are your new AEW Tag Team Champions This was the main event on Dynamite Just this last Wednesday Versus the Young Bucks Versus Ricky Starks at Powerhouse Hobbs And, uh, you know, we were actually joking around on it Because I was remembering when I was editing The last week's podcast They're like, oh, the Young Bucks They're going to win next week It's not even going to be anything but i mean you could see this building throughout the match like these guys might have a shot and then at the end it's like oh my god they're gonna do it and then when the pin happened we were all we were all just like oh my god yeah it was it was it was just so great to see on a you know on a live tv program those two and they've been hot and they've been hinting at these possible you know team conflicts like they're gonna break up because you know keith lee eliminated uh, swerved and, uh, in a battle royal yeah. or vice versa yeah yep. i can't remember all the little hints so it's like oh there's no way i mean this is just another great you know stacked three-way tag team great teams but yep. the bucks are gonna prevail oh totally yeah but... it's the
1: yeah, oh, because everybody's it's bucks ftr for all mm-hmm. the belts that's how it's gonna mm-hmm. be yep
2: right so now this I... changes a lot of things in the landscape here boys yep. especially with Dynamite coming up, or excuse me, All Out coming up, in, you know a little the, over a month now. So and the Ring
1: of Honor show Saturday, That's, that match is going to be very interesting to see what happens with them and the Briskills Because I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't see them beating the Briscoes again. They, they gotta, yeah, they gotta switch it off because then you build, an, then you build towards another match. So
4: right, and if Ring of Honor is going to finally get up off its feet. And start being its own promotion. They got to have their own tag team champions, and the Briscoes. Oh yeah,
1: yep. And I think I think I'm pretty sure Cesaro's won in that single. Yeah, Saturday. I think so. That yeah, belt on that uh, belt Saturday, so it should be a pretty epic. Might be an epic card, an epic way to kick off uh, the the Ring of Honor.
2: Right. Yeah, and plus that you know Ring of Honor that promotion, they're going to need some like exciting names that stay on that promotion because i mean ftr they're unbelievable workers in the ring but you don't want to burn those guys out too from going over to ring of honor all the time defending a belt in a big match then going down to mexico then doing you know wherever else i mean
4: right you could burn
2: you don't want to burn them out and uh it because they i mean they are they're your cash cow right now in a lot of ways so i think diversifying some of those belts you know, getting belt, give getting some belt recognition by putting on them is smart. But then spreading it out amongst these new talents, I think, is a smart move. What are we thinking for all out then? If uh, Swerve and Keith Lee, Swerve and their glory, are gonna have those belts till then for sure. But who do we think we're gonna? It's, they're gonna face. It's almost impossible to predict because I, I feel like they've kind of gone to the well
3: way too much with um, Taz's team. Bucks.
1: I think it's gonna mm-hmm. be. Four way dance. Just add FTR. Same guys as last time. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. I have a feeling it's gonna be a four way dance. I'd be that would be surprised mm, epic. if it isn't. But I think they'll just do the four way dance. Every whoever gets the belts gets them all. Just add,
0: That'd just be add crazy. FTR.
4: I could see that, and then maybe we get a follow up match with just the Young Bucks versus FTR for all the belts. Uh,
1: I, I I I I I go on the side of. There's no need to rush that. Save it. Why? Why do it now? Save it. That's my take on it. You don't have to do it now. Young Bucks are still fairly young. So is FDR. A year from now, it's still a great match. Don't blow your wide now. Yeah. That's... Maybe
2: they can spice it up with maybe a stipulation. Maybe make it a ladder match.
1: No, it's gonna be. will be. will be some, There'll be something to it. I don't know what's all to it, but I just think it's gonna be a four-way.
0: Yeah, that would make I, I sense. I would like
4: it. I would like that if it were a ladder match. I think when you when you get four tag teams in the mix, ladder matches are the best. Um I mean don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, AEW obviously does a great job with multi-man tag matches. I just oh man, a ladder match at All Out. Ugh. Yes, take my money.
0: That'd be fun. Totally.
2: Awesome. Well, we're going to see it live coming up in September. September 3rd, I believe it is, yeah. I believe it's the fourth, isn't it? Fourth,
1: yeah. The fourth, oh, you're getting
2: yeah. married on the third, right, Matt?
4: Yep. So it would be the day after that. And if it's on the third, I I wouldn't hold it against you if you just-
2: No, it's not. It's the next day.
4: Sorry, I'm not gonna make it. <laughs> so are you gonna watch All Out in the Honeymoon Suite, Matt? Oh no
1: wait, Matt's <laughs> well, Matt's well, missing all that, dude.
4: Well, by Sunday night, we're not gonna be in the honeymoon suite anymore. I'm sure we'll be back at the house, but Yeah. Yeah. Um TBD, I'll say that.
2: We, yeah, after me and Kristen got married, we ordered pizza, like something we would do on a Monday.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: <clears throat> All right. So we mentioned some matches that are happening on Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor, but we want to talk about another match that <laughs> just um, dissolved the details to the public today. We knew Ric Flair was coming back for one more match that nobody is chanting, but they're uh-huh. doing it anyway. Um, Rick Flair will be taking on. Well, he is partner with his son-in-law Andrade, and he'll be taking on Jay Lethal and Double J Jeff Jarrett for a final match. And what, like, is this on a pay-per-view of some sort, or
1: is this like yeah, it's, its own event, like Starcast?
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. It's kind of their own
3: deal. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. It'll, wow. it'll, it'll be on Fight TV. Chances are, it might mm-hmm. be able to stream it. On the box, jim, gotcha. jim
3: crockett promotions
2: so this is purely a money grab uh i mean the numbers won't lie i think obviously i mean if you follow rick flair's instagram or any sort of social media or media in general you could you know that this guy still thinks he has it i mean this is going to be painful painful i mean the saving grace is andrade in this and Jay lethal I mean, I've never been a fan of Jeff Jarrett, but I just don't even want to see Flair without his shirt Off oh, yeah,
1: I'm not, is, I he, gonna, is oh, he gonna shit I didn't think about that oh my god I wonder oh, I was dude. wondering
3: that this morning is he going to oh, do that great it's... question
1: he, he has to he probably he will do because I think he looks What's he in the gonna pi- do? I think he looks in the mirror and still sees himself as uh, in his thirties oh
2: oh yeah oh it's going to be. Terrible. Oh, it's gonna crazy. be, it's gonna look like a one of those uh, old men hanging out in the locker room of a gym that's watching the TV with their ball sack hanging oh, out. Yeah, totally. Oh, God, it's gonna flabby. be so gross. Just, he's gonna put on the tan, it's gonna look like a
1: overcooked hot dog in the microwave. It's, it's fucking receding thinning hair is gonna be all over the place.
3: <laughs> he's gonna make, he's gonna make Chris Jericho look like Lex Luger in his prime.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, get, get the mirror. Oh. I didn't want to see that in the mid 2000s, let alone now. No, true that. No. So, sh- well,
2: and if he blades, which I'm not. Of course, really he know, will. Bet, uh, yeah, he's definitely gonna blade. He could die. I'm actually really worried about his safety if he does. Blade. Something's
1: gonna
0: happen. Oh, we'll see. It. It, it could be bad. Got the pacemaker. Yep. He's Got a foot injury. Do
2: you guys know what this event is actually called so the public can uh, can can
1: uh, tune into this? Ric Flair's Rick last match.
2: Yeah, I think it is like last match. Yeah, that's exactly
3: it.
1: It's called. That's it's what Rick it t- is? It's oh called Ric Flair's last match, yep. It's
3: a colostomy clost- <laughs> bag on a pole
2: match.
0: Nope.
2: That's good <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. put the Viagra on a pole. That's uh, a good idea. Oh, that's been done, right? Yes. Oh,
4: yeah. Doesn't mean they yeah. couldn't do it again.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Now it's like Roman Swipes, a new one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but okay. So um, we the boys and I, we've been kind of just joking about it a little bit once we saw the um, contestants participating in this match, and we're thinking, well, if it's Jay Lethal, we all know that classic TNA video on when those guys were wooing each other from the ramp, and Rick's in the ring, and it's like two dogs barking at each other, one outside on the sidewalk, one in the house behind the door. And uh these so we think there's gonna be a lot of that. That'll eat up some time. That'll well, they, get the crowd going.
1: Well I, I don't know if you I think Steve quit following. I don't know if you guys follow him, but him and Jay Lethal have been like working out and doing ring videos for like months for this.
0: Yeah. So Oh
3: really?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Been, that's kinda what he that's kinda how he led with it, yeah. So and so and Jeff Jarrett was supposedly supposed to be a guest referee at like SummerSlam, so his name is I think in he the mix. still is. Okay, yep, he is. Yep. So if he's around, they work him in. Again, they love going to the well with Jeff Jarrett as well. Um,
1: well, but... he's, from, he's from Nashville, so the whole shows from that'll Nashville, get the pop. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: that's that's where it's being held. Yeah. Yep.
1: It's you know they're gotcha. piggybacking. Well, they're piggybacking off the the SummerSlam show that's there that weekend. So mm-hmm. which is smart. Which you know most shows, yeah. most little indies do. They piggyback you back up to big WWE right. shows.
2: Mm-hmm. So they are making like kind of sound business moves. So it's like oh, this it's stuff already expense they moved it to a bigger
3: arena because they needed more seats. So it's not like this thing's oh yeah do- yeah
1: yeah no it's it's already do it.
3: it's already a success.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. Don't, yeah, don't get me wrong. The- Besides that crappy match, the card's actually pretty decent. If you look at the card, it's hmm. it's not bad. You're getting Ring of Honor guys, or or, or AEW guys, um, Impact guys, and you know you're getting a you'll get your money's worth if you're if you're there.
3: I mean, that's where it's like as as embarrassing as Ric Flair is, like conrad thompson kind of promoting this it's like that dude's smart he might be oh, Rick yeah flair's, he might be rick flair's son-in-law but he's he's also a smart business dude so oh he puts good shit
1: together i mean one of the best times was that star we went yeah to. i thought that was great dude
3: and this that is another exact- star cast yeah
1: yeah it just sucks that you know he's not he's not hooked up with ring of honor anymore or not ring of honor aew anymore where they for they're not doing he's not bringing the,
3: the show yeah you know? i know that was a lot of fun
1: yep
2: All right, so the other matches that are on this card is Jacob Fatu versus Josh Alexander. Impact World World Title match. Yeah, yeah. That's very good. That's solid. Diana Perrazzo versus Rachel Ellering. That's good. Jordan
0: Grace.
1: Jordan Grace, yep. yep, That's going to be good.
2: Impact Wrestling match, the Wolves versus Motor City Machine Guns. I like that name. Chris Sabin and Alex Shelley. Yeah, they're a classic team. They're real good. So the and we got Killer Cross versus Davey Boy Smith Jr. Oh, man. How about yep. that? So maybe Scarlet will be out there She too. will. Perhaps. Yep. I will tune in for that. And then in the AAA Fatal 4-Way Bandito versus Black
1: Taurus, the Laredo Kid is back and Ray Phoenix. And Bandito's the shit. That's going to be how Bandito is the shit. That's going to be the match of the night in my opinion.
2: Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah, it is. I don't Easily. know anything about this Black Taurus guy, but I'm sure he's good. He is. i oh, sure he's, He'll he's probably a, a guy.
1: I've never seen him, yeah. Okay.
2: Okay, so, yeah, Charlie was right. If you like wrestling, you're going to want to tune into this. Did
1: you see, the rest, you see the rest of the card? You're not done yet. The card's not over. The New Japan mat, match, Clark oh, Connors. I didn't... Versus, uh...
2: Oh, I closed it. Keep going. Oh,
1: yeah. And then, okay, uh, there's a New Japan match, Clark Connors, who was good. We saw it the page yep. review. Versus Ren Narita out of New Japan. Uh then you get your Impact um MLW interpromotional match is the Briscoes versus the Von Eric's, Which is Damn. which is gonna be a barn burn, burn, burn burner. Then you get your legacy match, which could be entertaining. You're getting Ricky Morton and his son Kenny Morton.
3: Oh that's right, yeah. That's why because the rumor for a while was that the mid the the Rock and Roll Express would be part of the flare match, but then uh, yep. Ricky Morton wanted to wrestle with his son, which is kind
1: of sweet. Yep, and then they're taking on Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson, the Anderson with no personality, yeah. no charisma. Yeah, perfect. <laughs>
4: At least he hasn't tripped and fallen off the apron yet. That's yep. right.
1: He, he got, he got, he's got, he got his dad's look, but none of the personality.
4: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, are fucking fell again. <laughs> Dude, I haven't thought about that in a long time, but those were some good times. I think Arn fell off the apron, like, twice within, like, three weeks (laughs) or four weeks. It was so fucking unreal.
1: He was falling all over the place.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) All you would see was his little feet with his little ASIC, (laughs) red, right, and blue ASICs just waddling around off-camera in the frame. Too funny. That
3: had to be really
0: embarrassing. Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) Ah, yeah. He comes back. The horsemen always come back. Well, dude, mm. so, okay, so we were we were kind of dogging. We were dogging it, but, yeah, when you look down that card. Oh, the card's
1: good, yeah. Goddamn fun.
2: It's going to be real fun. Yep. It's going to steal the weekend. I mean, this is happening before SummerSlam or after? Before. Gotcha. Okay. So this will be nice. This will be real nice. So we got a lot of good wrestling coming up, folks, and it doesn't stop there. We got something going on this Saturday, Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor. We talked about how Claudio is going to be taking on current champion, Grish- uh, John Grisham. Am I saying that right? Grisham, but, but yeah, close. Yeah, yeah You got yeah. it. Um, And we saw him come out on, Um, I, I don't know if it was Rampage past, or Dynamite. The past, past two right Rampage, now. yeah. Yeah, and I like this guy's look. I haven't seen a lot of his work, but uh, uh, he's exciting. See.
1: You should, go, or you get, if you t- When you got time, Google Johnson Gresham and just look at his images and you can see what steroids can do to a body. He yes. was a fucking skinny, small little dude. And now he's like yeah. a jack little powerhouse. It's hilarious, dude. He's like a single,
4: single muscle, his whole body. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> He was nothing like he's looked the last couple years, dude. It's, it's hilarious. So I was like, I mean, he's he was really good technically, but I'm like, God, oh, he'll never make it, man, because he's really good wow. in the ring. He's short. He was smooth. He didn't have a lot of muscle. Then all of a sudden, boom! All of a sudden, like you know, two or three years ago, he put it all on.
0: Now he's a champ.
3: Yeah, yep. and he's got Tully Blanchard on his corner.
1: Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's a good. It's a good. True. It's a that's good. It's a nice thing. faction yeah. he's got. Yeah. Cause he needs a he needs a mouth that can help him talk and stuff and tell he'll do good and and those I think that tag team they got is really impressive too so
3: yeah and probably yes. in cage it's a good it's a good use of cage
1: yeah and those Big two dudes, that one dude that's like a, yeah the the one dude's like
0: with the abs and he's belly he, he looks really good definitely yeah I I could see maybe uh,
2: Grisham. And Claudio match being, you know, 45 minutes of some hard hitting, strong technical wrestling, getting all the good spots in. But that's going to be a good championship match. And we are thinking that Claudio is probably going to win this match, you think? Has Grissom held this title for a long time?
3: Not super long, but I still, Claudio, my God, this is like. Uh um
1: they need, they, need, they need a name. Tony Tony's
3: running both yeah. shows. Claudio is the perfect choice to be the flagship of you know of that brand.
0: Yeah. yeah totally. He's a
2: stud. A pure thoroughbred. Yeah. He
4: is. I I feel like he has I, I've heard a lot of great talks about Claudio's technical wrestling capability. I think so far since coming to AEW, he's still trying to forget everything he learned in WWE, which is basically throw 50 yeah. European uppercuts, and then swing get the guy. back to his indie style. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully by the time he hits Death Before Dishonor, he remembers some of his old Ring of Honor techniques, and we get to see some of that come back.
1: Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I think he's just, he's just baiting the crowd, and he's going to unleash and show what Claudio is going to do. You I mean, remember. when I was watching...
1: Yeah, on. go ahead, Charlie. No, I said you got to remember what? that he was off for a while too. After he didn't sign, he took some time off.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Totally. Well, I'm I'm really into this machine gun punching off the chest move that he's got that he does with the fans. Oh yeah, I'm into it. I'm loving that. And if you guys uh, watched Dynamite and Rampage this last week, I was really digging this kid. That was sitting ringside with the Sting makeup. Yeah, like, I saw that. Guy, like, yeah, a real Sting makeup. It looked yeah. better than Sting's makeup. But didn't that <laughs> kid look like he was like gonna cry? Like, didn't he look? I thought after Moxley, this Moxley New Japan guy that that match that happened on um fucking Rampage, no, on Dynamite, and the the Sting guy actually did have the AEW World Championship over his shoulder. And I really think, if you go back and watch it, after Moxley wins, he's, like, in the corner, and you see the Sting guy in the background, and I think he's crying. Yeah, he got a little emotional. It was a big it moment was so for funny. him. so funny. Oh, he was there with his girlfriend, and, like, his girlfriend was, like, holding his arm, and he, he was just, like, nodding his head, and he was, like, you could tell he was trying to fight back the tears and not make his makeup run, so... Uh, no, sh- was no
3: shame in that, man. It's like the it's no. the
2: guy who cried for uh, CM Punk, man. Be proud of your wrestling exactly. fandom. Yeah, exactly. Yep, we're all one family here, folks. And shout out to the guy that made that awesome Daddy Magic poster. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, yes. Uh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> it, looked, it looked like the PC Principal from South Park.
0: Yes, um,
2: like drawing. It was so good. Oh hey. my God, if I could like, if I could buy, if he put that online for purchase. I would bid on it. It
1: went sure. viral too, cause I saw the AEW showed it. So
2: perfect, love yeah. it. Yeah, man. We need more Daddy Magic signs like that. Daddy Magic. I mean, back is, in the day, yeah. signs were the shit. I mean, you put on Raw, there would be, you know, seventeen thousand signs shooting up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you would get some classics on there. Shout out WrestleBot, who's got a little uh, highlight section on their page. Where it just shows classic funny-ass signs. We should start doing that on our page, I think. We should. Anywho. So, let's get to some more matches. On uh, Death Before Dishonor. we got Samoa Joe uh, taking on Jay White. Jay or, Lethal. excuse me, Jay Lethal, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, and he's with Sanjay Dutt and Saddam Singh. This is for the TV Championship. I mean, is Jay Lethal going to get this over Joe? I think so, right?
1: Maybe, I don't know. That's, that's one I can't, t- I, 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 w- I would assume so.
4: Right. I would think so with all the hype they've been giving Jay Lethal and his cronies oh, yeah. as of late. Honestly, I genuinely don't really care. I just want this to be done because they've been promoting this match now for what feels like months on AEW Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And there really has been no rebuttal from Joe. It just feels like every week these guys get the best of Samoa Joe. And life goes on. So I would love to see Joe win and just destroy these three guys and, you know, these guys get their comeuppance. I don't necessarily know that's going to be the case though. I guess we'll have to wait and see.
3: Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of bored with it. Like I want it over with, I feel like it's taken Mm -hmm. a lot of ring or not that much, but it's taken a lot of AEW time and it just hasn't really, the crowd has not I mean, the crowd loves Joe, but like you said, he's not been on much. The crowd no knock on Jay Lethal. He's, he's a really good wrestler, but the crowd has not really been into like, that trio. So it's like, let's just get this going. This is what suffers with Ring of Honor not having its own deal. It's like they've had to use AEW to promote this, and I just don't think it's got a lot of juice.
4: Right.
2: Well, for me personally, I got on with Joel a little too late. I just missed his NXT run uh, before he was brought up to the main roster or whatever happened to him. Uh, I didn't wa- I got into NXT right after he lost it to Balor or whatever it was so yeah, yeah. I don't know I've just I, I missed his and when he was on the indies wrestling CM Punk I heard he was the shit I didn't see any of that I, I caught the tail end of small Joe's career and I'm not for me personally he doesn't really do anything for me he's just one of those wrestlers anytime he comes out I mean I think it's cool that I love seeing fans get excited but for me he doesn't do anything and Jay Lethal, he he's great too. But I think a heel TV championship for the Ring of Honor uh, promotion would be great. And I think Jay Lethal is doing that great. And Charlie said it best: he he's the best when he is a heel. So oh, yeah. I think we'll see more of that. So I'm 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 thinking Jay Lethal will do um that belt justice if he takes it over Joe. But the one that I'm really excited about too is Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia for the oh, pure yeah. wrestling rules match. And um, that is going to be awesome. I think if they get some time, this is going to be Daniel Garcia's big coming out match where he's going to get the respect that uh, Yuda got after he wrestled Moxley. If these guys wrestle their bags off, this could steal the show for sure. Even though it is a pure wrestling rules match, and you know those rules are kind of different than a normal match, but hope I I bet the announcers will do a good job breaking it down, selling it, keeping it interesting. But these two are some of the best young talents in the biz right now.
4: Yeah, for sure. I yeah I totally forgot about this match until you just said it. And I think of the three matches we've talked about so far, this being the third, this is probably the one I'm most excited for, just because we're most familiar with Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia. And I've talked about this on past episodes. I was never a huge Daniel Garcia fan when he first showed up in AEW, but Watching his matches, the guys totally won me over. And I think this pairing is perfect. Both these guys can wrestle a super technical, hard hitting style. Um, as far as who wins, I, I agree with you, Mike. I think Daniel Garcia would be my personal pick to win the title. Although it makes you wonder where does that leave Wheeler yuta with the rest of the back Blackpool combat club? Does Regal get pissed that he lost? Is there some fallout because of that? I don't know. I feel like there could be. I also feel like that group is more on the face side than on the heel side of things. For sure. So, yeah, it's hard to say. I, they do a really good job walking that line, so maybe it'd be kind of interesting to see like what happens to Yuta if he were to lose the title.
3: I don't think he's going mm-hmm. to, personally. I think, I, it'll be think an, so I think it's going to be an awesome match. I think Garcia's going to look awesome, but I think he's going to lose.
4: Yeah, I, yep. I, I think I agree, but ah, it's tough to call.
2: Yeah, I I can see Yuta. I I always thought Yuta would win this, but I just think uh, Garcia is going to be put over in this match by losing. Uh, he's uh, Garcia's strong. He's in a strong uh, stable with the Jericho Appreciation Society. He's not going to lose anything, if anything. he's is going to raise his stock more, and still, you know, just make the uh, Appreciation Society look a little tougher too. And shout out to Chris Jericho for another awesome uh, promo we had this past Dynamite. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it a lot, his personal beliefs. He's a Canadian guy, so I don't even know why he gets all you know, yeah. on his soapbox about a lot of this shit. But um, the dude is a certifiable genius when it comes to the wrestling business. I mean, we're really lucky to have this guy. We're lucky to keep seeing what he keeps putting out. He's kind of like the David Bowie of wrestling. He's constantly reinventing himself, finding new ways to sell what works, making himself relevant at all times without anybody else really putting him over. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got a huge ego, but that's kind of what you need to be a star like him and be... I, would, I don't know if I would put him on the Mount Rushmore, but maybe on the Mount Rushmore you know, for longevity of careers when all is said and done, he would be there. Um, but yeah. Anyway, that was a little side tangent. And just one more side tangent, too. Check out that A&E biography. They're doing that whole wrestling thing. We just saw Mark Calloway's this uh, or two Sundays ago, and I think they did Goldberg. I haven't watched it yet. But have you guys caught any of that yet or no? No.
1: No, yeah. Definitely worth pretty, checking I out. They, I heard they were pretty good. Yeah, no. Yeah.
2: I love those. Mike, I do love you know, are those,
4: are those documentaries produced by WWE, or is it any A&E? I, I think so. Thing? I, think
1: it's
2: I gotta the, think it's WWE yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah,
1: they're partnered with A&E for those.
2: Yeah, and then right after those, they have this um, rivalry show. Yeah, yeah. I
1: heard, the, I heard the Shawn Michaels Brett one was really good.
2: I watched it, because those, you know, Shawn Michaels is my boy, and I actually, you know, softened up a little bit for the Hitman too. After yeah. watching that one, because you know, we've heard the story a million times about the Montreal screw job, but this you know shed a little more light after more time has gone by now that they're a little older. Was, a little
1: time so to simmer was it, was the one this week, Bret Hart and uh, Goldberg?
4: I think the rivalry one, yeah. Instagram's the been blowing won? up over this,
1: yeah. I guess Hart is still, I guess he, I don't know, I don't know if it was in that pot of right or not, but I guess. Hart's still pissed at him about it. Oh, dude. yeah, he ended and his, his career. career. He's
2: still mm-hmm. fucking
1: pissed,
2: dude. Dude, Bret Hart does not forget anything. He doesn't nope. forget, I mean, he... but if, if what he's
3: saying is true, it's like, can you blame it? Like, the dude ended his career by just being fucking reckless. he kicked him in the Yeah,
1: he's, he's a green idiot, dude.
3: Yeah.
4: There was a... Yeah, I'm... I'm a, sorry, Mike, I was just going to add. Ahead. So, on that note, um, there's actually a, a video clip trending right now on Instagram that shows that kick from Goldberg to Bret Hart. Oh, wow. And Bret Hart does get his hands up, like, clear as day in that shot. Now, I don't know. Maybe it was a different kick. um, But, yeah. Or maybe Goldberg just kicked him so hard that it didn't matter yeah, that his that could be. Was up. That's probably more likely the case.
2: But the amount of super kicks that these guys take, I'm actually surprised, like, more of them Martin in wheelchairs. I mean, think about... Fucking Johnny Gargano takes like well, probably 30 a match. The Young Bucks the, hand them out. Guys, they take well,
1: them. They're fucking a thousand percent better workers than Goldberg, dude. Goldberg never learned how to work right, dude. Yeah,
2: he, true. You know, he
1: had all those matches and they were like one to three minutes tops, dude. He, he didn't know how to work. He's, even if he saw that stuff with the last few years, he's, you know, the last match with that Undertaker. He doesn't. No, he does terrible. No clue how, Yeah, he has no clue how to wrestle, dude. He never took the time to learn the art, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. true.
2: I've never... uh, I haven't watched the Goldberg any one yet. I probably will when I get a chance. But I'm actually pretty shocked that they gave him one just because of how shitty of an Uh, actual wrestler he was.
1: I'm shocked at the whole thing, that he's fucking... um, I'm I'm shocked that the whole thing, that he's even in the Hall of Fame. That's like a joke. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, they're scraping the scraping the barrel. And I mean, when you when you own WCW, I guess, and for the amount of the streak, you know. There's worse people in the Hall of Fame too than Goldberg. So, there's yeah. that. You can't even really count it a real Hall of Fame. There's not even a real bill. Well, that's up, just the right? joke of it. It's
3: not the it's it's who Vince wants in his in his Hall of Fame. It's why, you know, the freaking Honky Tonk Man inducted um Coco Beware. <laughs> who, you know, Coco Beware was nothing more than like a mid-carder at best. Never won a title in WWE, but they put him yep. in the Hall of Fame because he sold merchandise. And it's just like, it kind of tells you all you need to know about that Hall of Fame.
4: Right.
0: Yeah, it's a joke.
2: Totally. Donald Trump's in it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> is true. Kid Rock. Kriot. Yep. Yep, there you go. So. City of Opera. True that. <laughs>
2: Bob, well, you and care. there is there's a there's another good match uh happening. We talked about the FTR match, Briscoe Bros. That's we've been talking about that for weeks. We just need it to happen so we can oh, but it is now two out of three falls. That just mm-hmm. came out yeah. this last week, so I'm thinking they get fifty minutes to maybe an hour. Um that'll be I mean there's only five matches on this card. Yeah, they're gonna be how, long it's probably gonna be three hours. So No, they they're think get um, their
1: money's worth. I think I think that paper is only like thirty bucks too.
2: Mhm. Yeah, it's going to be exciting, but we have uh Mercedes Martinez versus Serena Deeb, the ultimate uh That should
1: be good. I think I think Serena yeah. gets that title.
2: Yeah, I would love to see it. Yeah. And um I think she's a, a gr- <laughs> will be a great capable champion. She deserves it. She She's the best does. worker that AEW has out of Pretty everybody much, that yeah. they have over there.
0: Or the best. So, yeah,
2: if and if if that's the role that she wants, she will do it to the A-plus performance that she could possibly give. And that's what I respect the most about her is, like, it seems like everything she does, the amount of time that she's able to get, whether it's five minutes or 15 minutes, she puts her all into it. So it's going to be a great show. You're going to want to make sure you tune into that. That's this Saturday. It's going to be in Lowell, Massachusetts, in the East Coast, and it's going to be July 23rd. So make sure you check it out. All right. So that's going to do it for us here. But we got one more thing before we head out. And that is promo of the week. And this one is submitted by Timmy, the gentle giant from Mountain Home, <laughs> Arkansas. He's like, he says, I might be tall, but you guys stand above the rest as far as wrestling podcasts. So yeah. thank you, Timmy. That's, that's fucking great, bro. Timmy knows I where appreciate- it's at. If you love, if you love wrestling, Tell your friends about us. If you like what we have to say, if you don't like what we have to say, let us hear about it. Uh, Shoot us a note at keepthekfabe414 at gmail.com or just DM us at Facebook or Instagram at keepthekfabe. So, Timmy sends us Lou Albano and Ken Patera interview from 1984. This is in late November. So, um, yeah, let's just take a listen. This is an oldie but a goodie. Thanks, Timmy. Night, November the 26th, return bot. Break the Hammer Valentine to be challenged by Tito Santana. Get this Tonga Kid to be Proudy Roddy Piper in the Tonga Kids Corner and back at Madison Square Garden, none other than Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I must compliment promoters on making the best of a, a less than great situation. David wow. San Martino, to meet the man to my left, Ken Patera, in the corner of Ken Patera, Captain Lou Bano, However, in David San Martino's corner, and I can imagine what it's going to be like in Madison Square Garden, Bruno San Martino.
1: Bruno David San Martino, or David Bruno San Martino. Well, first of all, Mean Gene, yeah. I am a licensed manager in the state of New York by the New York State Athletic Commissioner, John F. Branker, residing. But why was Bruno San Martino granted permission to be in the corner of his son? I have a license. I should be there. He should not be there. But let me tell you this. Whether Bruno is there or he's not there, and I know he'll be there, makes no difference. Because this is the master. This is the man that will humiliate and defeat David San Martino. Yeah, We've given this young man several opportunities to back out. Have I not, David? Have I not given you several opportunities to back back out of this? That's right. I'm giving you this one last time. But it's quite obvious you're not going to say it. It hasn't sunk in. Your mind is not like a sponge. You're getting to be like your father, an old dog that you can't teach any new tricks to. Well, I'm not going to intend to teach you any tricks, David, because I'm going to beat you up so bad and put so many lumps and bumps on your head that you're going to be on your hands and knees. And I'm going to spit on you. I'm going to pick you
3: up
2: And All right. Well, there it is, boys. Another great promo of the week submitted by our faithful friends. Thank you so much for submitting your great promo promos week after week. We love hearing them. We love sorting through them to see who makes the cut. If you got a great promo, like I said, shoot us a note at Gmail. Uh, keep the Kfabe414 at gmail.com or keep the Kfabe at Instagram or Facebook. So boys 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 summer is here and I'm actually thinking about hitting the gym. I mean after you know three months of having a kid, I'm like getting a little doughy, I'm not where I wanna be in life. You know, I keep I keep pretty active, but I could do better. I'm thinking about maybe doing a couple boxing classes, get out some you know, aggression. Or not aggression, just, you know, blow off some steam. Some ruthless aggression, if you will. Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) I think I need to. Because I already got three great pieces of advice that I keep in my mind day day after day. But I want to look good and feel good, too. What are those three pieces of advice, Mike? Well, we say them week after week, but they ring truer this week more than ever. And I want the fans to remember it this week, too. And that is stay humble... Stay hungry and stay hard. Triple H.
0: Woo.
4: For the last time. All right. Thanks, everybody.
2: Yeah, last time. Bucks and prayers, Rick.